Hello and welcome to another episode of the Catalyst Woman podcast. I'm Mariam Shweb and today we'll once again talk about different topics under the umbrella of technology, educational technology and the arts. Cisco Systems has released something called a technology radar. Found it very interesting. Couple of things I noted. Fog computing. So, we know that cloud computing dates back to the 1950s. Now, cloud computing is now being extended to the edge of the network. So, its capacity is basically being reached to full potential. Moving forward, there's some there's a need for fog computing. What fog computing does is is an easier way to manage a colossal amount of data that's being projected onto the hyperconnected world. How do these things affect our lives? So isn't the cloud enough? No, the cloud is not enough. The cloud is still limited. What a fog computing does is allows us to use this information, say in scenarios such as smart cities, to make our lives easier. And all of this fog computing concept is inherently connected to the second topic that I plucked from there, which is called the internet of things. In fact, this securing the internet of things. So, first of all, a fact by the year 2020 more than 50 billion things will connect to the internet 50 billion things by the year 2020 where right now at the end of 2014 that is just 5 years away now what does it mean internet of things so we all heard of iot or internet of things what it means is that in the near future tens of billions of devices will be all interconnected which includes a global network of connected people and devices all of our existing industries will be impacted how will this affect us as a consumer this internet of things we will apparently have more convenience b our lives will be optimized there'll be more personal data collection and there'll be more efficiency in all the systems so the concept is that can potentially change how we live and work and that we're edging towards infinitely more collaborative existence now how does this work for us in real life first of all you have to understand the relationships within the iot relationships work one of three ways there are people to people relationships in the internet of things people to things and things to things now say we have this up and running one of the things that can be affected in a smart city where we have fog computing in place and everything is interconnected uh, under this umbrella are smart traffic lights um an ambulance is trundling down a busy road it is rush hour but with um, a system in place through the internet of things um they can intuitively and smartly redirect traffic so the ambulance can reach the location in a situation perhaps even in a crisis situation in a more efficient manner without causing chaos without causing too much trouble uh for the rest of the city now while this is all great one of the concerns that the cisco technology radar points out is how to secure it so security as always is a big issue how to keep the information secure whose hands should they go into because a big part of connecting all these networks is the fact that there's lots of data that's being transferred you know and also on top of that big data how do you keep all this huge volumes of data being produced in a way that it's analyzed it is understandable yet accessible only to those who can use it responsibly huge debate very interesting topic and um I look forward to hearing your comments about uh, these two topics under the technology radar um, in our comments uh, after the podcast.
moving on. Found something very interesting, um, and believe it or not, it has to do with the word selfie. Um, if you have any favorite stars, I'm sure you must have Googled them, and you probably came across an Instagram account or a Twitter account or two. What I found online by Brooke Went is something called a report, The Allure of the Selfie, Instagram and the New Self-Portrait. Now, there are a couple of ideas that are in this report are very, very interesting. Instagram offers us infinite versions of ourselves. Went goes on to say that perhaps even a better version. So when we are taking pictures or selfies or self-portraits, the, the sheer uh, quantity that we take is that we, each time we take it, we're looking for something different, perhaps a better version of ourselves than what we see in the mirror. Moving on, it's very famous, the myth, of the narcissist myth about uh, the young man who falls in love with his reflection and is unable to move. What they're moving forward with this and the idea Wentz proposes is that perhaps it's the numbing of self-fascination with mirror images. So in this case, our digital reflection. We are no longer fascinated with just one static image. We are now want multiple, multiple versions of ourselves and we are numbed with the fascination, just we want more and more and more. So connecting with all of this is the fact that we're no longer selective about picture taking. Um, if you remember way back, the purpose of photography when Kodak company, Eastman Kodak, first made uh, cameras commonplace was preservation of moments, the Kodak moment. Now, taking pictures has become the accumulation of moments. So we moved from preserving moments to just collecting moments that too at a rapid speed. How did that happen? As you are aware, now we are saving pictures digitally in a cloud, um, in gigabytes. So there are now a series of zeros and ones versus physical uh, film. So the cost is negligible and it's easy to share. Hence, we no longer need to be selective. We no longer need to hold our pose for long minutes to get the picture taken with somebody else. We're quite independent and it's quite cheap and easy. What makes all of this very interesting, what Brooke covered in her report, is the fact that we are growing more and more uh, invested in selfies. The term has become commonplace and becoming more less and less self-conscious, but in some ways looking more inwards than outwards when we are taking our selfies. Interesting concept. I myself am very guilty of taking selfies, and we all are. Uh, I look forward to seeing what you think about selfies. Do you think that by taking our self-portraits and sharing them, are we trying to reach out and share some of our innate humanity? Or is it a way to create an artificial image via filters and everything, try to capture nostalgia through filter, um, and kind of constantly, you know, reinvent ourselves uh, through each click. Interesting idea. Can be talked about more. That's that for today's uh, podcast. I look forward to hearing from you in the comments. Um, please look for the links for all uh, the information that was mentioned during the podcast in the show notes. And this is it. Till next time. Goodbye.